This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hey, everybody, welcome off the rack. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So I'm really excited about this episode. I'm not excited about every episode, honestly. I mean, we, we I only read the books that I know are either going to be so atrocious they're entertaining or I enjoy. Right. And we only review books or movies that I want to see or that I know are going to fill that same category of being exactly. atrocious or, or great. So obviously uh, we're going to talk about Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had envisioned a whole like filmed, edited, really polished video, but I, I, Off the Rack is our review show. That's where yes. we review comics yes. and comic related media. So we're going to talk about exactly. Far From Home on here. Uh, we're of course going to continue the trend of what uh, off the Rack is, which of course is our usual comic book review show where we take a book from the past week, uh, recap, review it, let you know what we thought about it, and then give you recommendations of books that come out this week that we think you should get it. Uh, but instead, we're just going to talk about a, bo- a movie that came out last week mm-hmm. that we enjoyed and see uh, where we go from there. That's right. Where that conversation leads us. Let's, let's do that. Uh, of course, this show is supported by Super Chat, so if you want to participate in the conversation, make it uh, you know, a little bit more collaborative, we'll be happy to uh, do that by reading your comments or suggestions or questions in the Super Chats. Uh, that is a, a way for us to help to pay to keep the lights on. Right now they're off, actually. But, yeah, uh, but it's nice. I actually like it that way. And, nice. Uh, Looks good. We're kind of subletting a little bit in this office, and they prefer the natural light, and I'm... And as do I! And, so and isn't so that I'm nice? Outvoted. Uh, but <laughs> you know what? Like, I gotta tell you, like, thanks to Tiffany's uh, keen... Um, settings, skills, it, it it looks better. Yeah, honestly, the show looks better as it a does. result. So uh, I'm excited to see this. Who knows where we can go from here? I I don't know. Do you know? No, I don't. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah, let's jump into it. Let's let's do it. I'm, uh, I'm excited. Spider-Man: Far From Home is written or is rather directed by John Watts, who did the last one. That only seems fair. <laughs> yeah, last time it was a guy named Webb. Uh, Sony was so concerned with getting a guy who thematically was named after the work he was doing, they didn't take time to consider making a movie people could enjoy. Uh, this time, uh, Watts. And it's ironic that Mark Webb directed the one with Electro, but Watts is doing the one without Electro. Uh, anyway. You put re- a lot of thought into that. I put no thought into it, which is why I completely <laughs> went off the rails so quickly. Uh, so yeah, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, directed by John Watts, everybody came back uh, who was fun or had a name in the last one. Right. Uh, except for, of course, some of those uh, other characters who were either in jail or, you know, didn't want to come back. I should mention on the top of this show, it's all going to be spoilers. Yeah. So uh, right now is the this is like the last moment before spoilers are going to hit. So if you don't want to be spoiled by Far From Home, if you haven't seen it. Uh, definitely add us to your watch later list mm-hmm. and then watch us later after you've seen the movie and yeah. you know yell at the screen uh, <laughs> and yell at us through that means. exactly exactly so we're gonna jump into spoilers so fair warning Wait, spoilers are gonna just, be happening right, hang on why don't we oh, give a non-spoiler, non-spoiler impression of it real quickly and yeah then... uh, I dug it I, I thought it was it, it, it was basically a perfect sequel to the last one thematically mm-hmm. it worked it felt like a continuation of the last story while also being cemented in the MCU. It was fun. Uh, I, I saw a critique on Twitter, which was that the first act was a little slow, mm-hmm. but by thir- the third act, it was 
like breakneck speed. Right. And I think that's kind of amazing because usually in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's the other way around. You're like, right. oh, I'm just so excited to see this character grow and become the hero that I'm going to be watching for the next 10 movies. And then the third act is like, and then an evil version of you shows up and we have to fight. How ironic, Tony. <laughs> uh, but instead, like, that, it was the inverse. Uh, the first act is just like all Peter Parker stuff. And yeah, then yeah. we get into the Spider-Man stuff. And so, you know, if if I had a critique, a non-spoiler critique for this movie, mm-hmm. it would be there's almost a little too much Peter Parker and almost not enough Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, or at least that's the impression you're getting until you get to about, like, the, the latter half of Act 2. Okay. Um, otherwise, I thought it was well-written, good mm-hmm. acting, fine direction. CG yeah. was right on, the, right on the level you expect from an MCU movie at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, so, you know, I dug it. Honestly, go check it out. Okay. Tiffany, what do you think? Non-spoiler review. Okay, non-spoiler While review. While I check out the, uh, the, the air. Oh, it's all me. I'm gonna, I'll take off over center here so that it looks completely done on purpose. Um, I thought the movie was really um, lighthearted, fun. Um, like Sal said, very much a an excellent sequel to the previous film. I thought it did a really good job of balancing humor and um, oh, I can go back. Uh, humor and um, uh, like you know drama and or like you know more emotional yeah. cruxes that it had. Um, and and I just felt overall that uh, those who hadn't seen hadn't been a part of the comic book fairing universe must have had a very different experience than those of us who did which for me was delightful yes. it was truly delightful and I and I kind of enjoy the way that the story unfolded even more so the second time yeah because as you mentioned the the slower start I felt that the first time I watched it the second time less so yeah because I knew what was going to happen yes. and that very much changed um, my interpretation of the film in a good way I would say same um, yeah but yeah I I mean I think this movie does a really good job of establishing the rules in the world of Peter Parker a little more so, even though I know a lot of folk um, do criticize the fact that like Tony Stark has such an influence on him. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like this was... It's weird because as much as it had to do with being integrated into the MCU as a whole, yeah. I felt like it really did um, show Peter becoming his own person in his yes. own like, character yeah. in a sense. Um, so with that in mind, you know, definitely go check it out if you haven't already. And uh, I would recommend a second viewing just because it helps to, uh, when, you, when you're dealing with a character like Mysterio and when you're dealing with the heavier stuff that happens in the movie mm-hmm. plot wise, uh, it helps to kind of like reconfigure yourself and you're, you're steeled against some of these reveals or some of these surprises, some of these moments mm-hmm. so that you can actually like absorb what happened. There were a couple of lines that I missed that were just straight up either like talked over laughed over gasped right. over mm-hmm. and i just completely missed them so yes. i'm really i was glad to get that and also helped me to like i said steel myself against like reacting and rather just kind of like addressing it against the larger scope of the of the narrative right so uh yeah uh so th- that, that wraps up our non-spoiler review that's right uh, of this movie, so mm-hmm. we're going to be getting into heavy spoilers after this. Um, let's address some criticisms and some comments sure. before we do that, because yeah. I want to get ahead of it, because I know that like anybody who loves the Raimi movies... How professional uh, Yeah, I know. Everybody who loves the Raimi movies is quick to judge and hate on this franchise, uh, and it's it's really surprising. Uh, I actually saw some like a, a lot of like 
love for Spider-Man 3 recently in our own Facebook right? group. And I was like, I remember a time when Spider-Man 3 was just genuinely and objectively bad. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, no, no, it's it's charming. And like, no, it's actually really a bad movie. But uh, that like world and having been grown, you know, growing up with the Raimi movies, or maybe if you were a kid, you, you know, that's like your Star Wars. So it's like, obviously, it's nothing's going to compare to it because it's your nostalgia factor. Right. Um, but a lot of like criticism is lauded at this movie. And so I thought I'd like address some of it because we're going to, we, we won't be able to avoid it. Sure. And so I thought like, let's just address it now at the top of the show. Let's do it. Uh, but before we do that, I want to talk about some super chats. Oh, let's do that too. Uh, actually, you know what? No, because some of the super chats might be addressing some of the criticisms. So okay. before we do that, uh, some of the criticisms from the first movie carry over into this movie. For that being Spider-Man, Iron Man Jr. Everybody is like, he's Iron Man Jr. Nothing was done thus far to make anyone feel better about that. If that's your critique, right? Or if that's something you don't want, um, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Uh, is this just a continuation of like the Tom Holland Spider-Man series where it all begins with Captain America Civil War where Iron Man brings in Spider-Man, gives him the suit, gives him the tech, gives him basically an upgrade of what he already had Mm -hmm. for uh, Homecoming, addresses that and kind of leans into it pretty Mm -hmm. heavily. Uh, He gets this suit. The suit is like crazy technologically advanced. He's got an AI, multiple web shooters. Despite the fact that Spider-Man could have probably invented them himself, he certainly invented the web shooters, but like, you know, the taser webs and like whatever other spectrum of webbing he has Mm -hmm. uh, is all invented by Tony Stark. Uh, That, of course, being like he's in his shadow. The whole theme, I think, of Homecoming is about like being in Tony Stark's shadow and trying to break out of that, you know, finding your own identity. Um, And I saw the like kind of like the theme of this movie is about finding your own identity. I mean, certainly, it's not even a critique. It's it's in the movie itself. Characters saying things like, who's going to be the next Iron Man? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be the next Iron Man? It's right. like, no one's asking that, but the main characters in this movie, clearly they want you to be thinking about that. Right. But I, I felt like they did, uh, they put such an emphasis on it to prove the fact that, like, that's not meant to happen. And then there's even a moment in the movie where a character you actually don't expect to step up in that way is yeah. just like, that's not, no, 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 no. Right. You're well, not going to be that. And and that's great. And it works. And and then immediately following that, Spider-Man has an Iron Man sequence. He does. Where he builds the suit using technology he absolutely would not have access to were he not in the shadow of Iron Man. Right, right. Uh, and in fact, to the point where Happy, like, it, and it's, by the way, if you're an MCU fan, if you're an Iron Man fan, yes. if you're a Spider-Man and Iron Man relationship fan, you love that sequence because it's like Happy Hogan being like, oh, like it's going to keep going. Like, even though I literally just told him you're not going to be Iron Man, I'm watching a sequence that reminds me of when Tony first became Iron Man. Right. And built his own suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter's building his own suit using Iron Man's tech. Right. Uh, so it kind of flies in the face of the theme they want you to think thinking about. Okay. I mean, I think there's a couple of ways to interpret that scene. Right. Because it could also just be that, like, Tony's legacy isn't creating the next Iron Man. Tony's legacy is actually helping others, which is something so far beyond what Tony thought he was capable of doing. Yeah. Um, And that, like, the idea is that, like, no, 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 Spider-Man, you're not going to be the next Iron Man. You're meant to be better. Right. Well, and that's that's actually carrying over what he said in Homecoming. Yes. Uh, but I like the idea of it being... I mean, addressing that concept and saying, like, maybe it's not meant to be like a contradiction and instead it's just like this is the legacy of iron man Mm -hmm. and the longer removed spider-man gets from the death of tony stark 
the more he's going to have to rely on himself. Right. Because like, you know, the, the Tony's tech, just except for his nanotech, doesn't self-replicate. It's mm-hmm. like he's not going to be able to reach up, re- like, hey, I tore my suit, happy. Can I get access to the compound? Like, the, right. the, I don't think that's going to happen every time. No. The I, other thing was uh, the the. Oh, sorry, not to interrupt, but like no, it's okay. his his nanotech iron spider suit mm-hmm. is made of like practically unstable molecules. Yeah, and it's a cute little sequence that you see. It's it's very it's a detail. Where it's kept in a containment suit that Peter made himself. Yes. Because Tony never had a chance to actually give him a way to take the damn thing off. Nope. Because Tony, of course, is wrapped in his own technology. Peter's a kid, doesn't probably want to wear all that shit all the time. Even if it is, you know, composed in a small, like, device. Right. Now, what what I like about that is Peter clearly prefers his own suit. But when he does, like... Appearances, he wears the Iron Spider yeah. suit, and I guess because that's they're like. I think that's what. Well, that's like how the world saw Spider. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. but like Peter himself seems to prefer the suits that he creates, and I yeah. and I kind of dig that. I also like we know that Peter's intelligent. We know that he has a scientific mind. We saw a little bit of that in Homecoming. Yeah, I love that. Like during the conversation he had with Mysterio. We see him like just spouting oh, a yeah. whole bunch of like theoretical physics and other such things, mm-hmm. um, thus indicating the whole like no, like you don't like get it. Like Peter, okay, so like the whole like Iron Man Junior thing, the whole love of the Raimi movies. I get it. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love, but that's totally. It's a totally like subjective view. Like what you yeah. like may not be what I like. That's yeah, fine. though I would argue that those movies are very different. Like thematically, I, well, stylistically, they're just so different. I was gonna say you can't. You literally can't compare them. I mean, yes, is there a Spider-Man in it and another Spider-Man? Sure, Mary Jane, Mary Jane. Yeah, absolutely. But that Spider-Man existed in a world where there were no other heroes. And so I don't think it's fair to take that movie and compare it to this movie where Peter as a young boy is being like reared and like becoming or morally progressing and growing up in a world where Captain America existed and Iron Man existed and yeah. Thor exists. The fact, it's, yeah. it's just very different. The fact is that even the Raimi Maguire Spider-Man would be influenced by Tony Stark in that universe. Absolutely. He's influenced by Dr. Octopus in that movie. Yeah. Movies. Oh no, I I absolutely agree. And I mean, we we were um, MCU to have Fantastic Four in it already. I think we would have instead seen a, a Peter Parker influenced by Reed Richards. You yes. know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, and I would have loved to have seen that. Right. But I'm just saying, like this character, the MCU Peter Parker, is just so different than other Peter Parkers we've seen. Yeah. Simply because of the fact of the story in which he is growing. Right. Exactly. Uh, I I. I understand the criticism of you know wanting to see a spider-man on his own particularly mm-hmm. because like number one you're used to it because of the pop culture landscape of all the spider-man movies being in a vacuum um and you also love spider-man so much you want to see him step out on his own be sure. successful on his own prove mm-hmm. that he is his own character and he isn't really maybe a scene where like the jet got blown up earlier and so he needs to build the suit and so he puts it together using other components or he makes his own components mm-hmm. I, I hear your complaints and i totally understand no one was more disappointed than me with the fact that i had a theory about how like peter parker lost uncle ben only like what a year to six months before and then he loses Tony Stark mm-hmm. like about a year or so later or however many years it is between Civil War and uh, whatever movie you're referring to in which he's Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> but like, 
I was I was gonna talk about how like oh I, or I was expecting this movie to kind of address this whole like this kid is experiencing loss and maybe the loss of Tony Stark another father figure would mm. compound his own feelings of loss over the over Uncle Ben. Uh, after all, we finally address Uncle Ben in some way by giving him a monogrammed suitcase, which yeah. conveniently does get destroyed and no one is upset about it at any point during the movie. Uh, again, that is kind of splitting hairs. You know, like, I get if you're a Spider-Man fan, a hardcore Spider-Man fan, you'd mm-hmm. be like, why wouldn't he be so upset? He's all about guilt and loss and, you know, self-sacrifice and this thing is, he's not really rich. And even though he lives in the world with Happy Hogan, who's got a whole bunch of money, you know, he's he's gonna be sad that he lost his suitcase, that it belonged to Uncle Ben, that it mm-hmm. was, like, clearly, a, you know, a memento of some kind. I get that. I, I don't care. Like, right, I at mean, the same time, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it, I hear your complaints that at the end of the day... Because the movie is so competently made, yeah. Because Tom Holland's performance is so captivatingly solid, yes. Because he's the he, he's in my opinion the best on screen Spider Man and Peter Parker. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't seen that complaint. Um, I have. I've seen I, nothing. I, I, but. I believe that. Um, but I guess what I'm saying, or what I, I would I'd say to that is, um, I think in the moment that it was lost. Uh, he had a couple of other larger issues going on and we didn't see every single solitary second from the time he landed to the time that May brings <laughs> up the fact that his luggage was destroyed. We have no idea what that car ride was. No, like. you're absolutely right. We, and we could, we, I mean, like the fact is there's so much we saw in the trailer that wasn't in this movie that you might've thought like, that's kind of critical or important. Right. That, that, that wasn't for mm-hmm. this story. Sure. I hear you. Uh, and I, and I, I would like to believe that in this world, the fact is, we're taking a lot of things at face value and we're mm-hmm. taking a lot of things on faith because, you know, if this were an X-Men movie from the from the Singer trilogy, mm-hmm. you know, I would be like, well, they just forgot or they didn't care or whatever. Like, or yeah, I'm upset that they didn't do this because clearly they're not thinking about it. Right. But because this is Feige and this is the MCU, they are in some way rooted and the monogram suitcase isn't necessarily a plot point so much as it is, I think, a visual element that says we haven't forgotten about this really important component that is who Peter Parker is. Right. We're just not dealing with that right now. Right. I mean, I feel like they're trying to put a little buffer between themselves and the other two film franchises that came out about Spider-Man. Yeah. And so I think they're trying desperately to establish their own rules, their own character before delving into the, the into the relationship we've all seen several yeah, times. Yeah, it's why that, Harry's not in the movie. Right. That doesn't mean I don't want to see it. I think I, I respect the fact that they're taking their time with it. Um, I agree. And I think it also could possibly indicate um, just the change and, and difference in the character of Aunt May. Yeah. Like, she just might be a lot better at addressing... Peter's grief. Right. You I mean, she I mean? certainly seems to be more well-adjusted than any Aunt May we've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, uh, unless we were to get a scene in the third Spider-Man movie where Aunt May is like smiling and having a good time. And then she goes to her therapist and she's like, today was really right. hard. Oh yeah. Which by the way, Marissa Tomei would love. Oh, she would love that. Because I feel really bad. I remember reading an interview with her before this movie came out where she was like, Aunt May didn't have a lot to do in the last one. Mm-hmm. In this one, I'm really excited about the relationship between her and Peter now mm-hmm. because the secret's out and like how that can change. Everyone from Feige to Holland to Marissa Tomei made references to the conversation by Straczynski, creator of Babylon 5. And <laughs> oddly enough, nothing, not even close. The, cl- the closest thing to the conversation you even get is just the addressing of the fact that they know who each other are now. Right. And that, and that Aunt May's cool with it. We missed, yeah. we missed all of that, yes. which would be really juicy and wonderful. And maybe it's in there. 
And they cut it out, but I really can't speculate on, like, deleted scenes I haven't seen and don't know anything about. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's too bad, and I would love to see something like that. Just for these... Because I know these actors want to, like, sink their sure. teeth into something juicy, and I know that, like, Tomei's an Academy Award-winning actor, yes. and I love what she does, and so, like, I would love to see her be Aunt May. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a little less saccharine than mm-hmm. Rosemary Harris, maybe a little less crybaby like uh, Sally Field. Right, You know, no. something in between. Definitely, definitely. Um... I think there's also like a hint to that possibility of like something deeper within her character with the fact that, um, you know, Happy clearly thinks that those two are in a relationship. Right, and she's, she's like, just no. like, no, no, we're just having a fling. Like she probably only has flings. She's like, I'm not getting into another relationship. Yeah. I had the great love of my life. And that would be really cool if they addressed that. You know, um, like. Because what's, what's also sad about that is that I'm kind of rooting for Happy and May. <laughs> but I also really like the idea that she's like, you'll never replace Ben. Yeah. And I would really like some kind of reference to that in yeah. some way. Uh, but who knows what we're going to get. Right. I, so that's, you know. I just, I love her as a character overall, and this is probably yeah. getting away from the whole point of, like, talking about, like, things that you heard that disappointed that were, people. Yeah. The only thing that really disappointed me was she brings him bagels. Right. Which I, it's impossible to bring wheat cakes to somebody. I know. But I know. she brought him bagels. Yeah, there could have been wheat bagels. <laughs> Granted, this anime doesn't quite strike me as the, like... The wheat cake making... The culinary whiz. No. I think she's, like, a true New Yorker. <laughs> she's just like, I order in. Yeah, and I'm really good at it. Right. <laughs> I, I have a system. I have menus. Trust me. Yeah, I had that thought when she gives him the bag. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I I really expected... This is very... This is the end. I was expecting them to... I was like, there's no way they're going to do it, but I kind of expected them to, like, invite uh, Flash to come with them. Um, oh, yeah. But, but I like that we were like, hey, you know what, Flash Thompson? He's a character. Let's play with that. Yeah. A little bit. No, but honestly, there was, like, subtle character depth, which is there if you want to see it, and if you just... Don't care? You're oops. like, oh, I get why Flash is a dick. He doesn't have any... Fa- like, his parents don't care about him. Like, you just move on. Right, on, but, whatever. like, no, I think we're going to get somewhere with that. Right. I think we're... I, I hope Flash is a big booster for, for Peter and Spider-Man. Mm. Um, that being said... I know you're talking about how they want to distance themselves from these movies. Yes. And, and I want to address that because, like, they are, and they're doing a good job, which is why I expect to not see a lot of repeats. Mm-hmm. Like, I know they're, like, kind of almost bending over backwards to be like, okay, who can we use? Shit. Yeah. Okay, we because they used Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Sandman, you know. And, yeah. And, and I guess New Goblin or whatever Harry was. But... Who else can we use that's like that kind of that kind of iconic, that kind of big, that kind of action figure selling character? Mm-hmm. And so they were like Vulture, that'd be fun. Mysterio, that'd be cool. And on the side, they also kind of like shoehorned in a bunch of other characters you would never see: Tinkerer, Shocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, they while they are phonies and fakes, you do get Sandman or whatever he would be, an elemental, an elemental, uh, Hydro Man. But Cyclone, yes. the Cyclone from the Spider-Man original Clone Saga in the 70s. He's not French, but I like the idea of them addressing Cyclone and the fact that Fury kept saying Cyclone. I'm like, You're, it's Cyclone. Right, You're right, right. Cyclone. I get it. Uh, but like, there's a lot of that going on where they're like, we're, we're doing this. We're never going to make a movie about Cyclone or about Hydro Man. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make it, we're going to throw him away. And I, I, I kind of feel like that's their way of being like, we're not going to do this, this, and this. And so you're not going to see Hydro Man. Well, again. what I liked about the Hydro Man thing was that like, there clearly is an individual who has that power set that lives in in the MCU because they mention that like some or, or at least yeah the, Flash mentions that like on BuzzFeed Maury Bench yeah or something like that they're like like fell into whatever and blah blah blah, blah and that's what they think it, it was right they're but, incorrect but like they like Fury already knows that like he knows that they're elementals yeah obviously so but like, wouldn't it be cool if, if like, there is is like there's just a Hydro Man hanging if there around there really out is there. a Hydro Man I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, but, like, 
they're they're but like I said, they're bending over the backwards to, to try to, and not. Yeah. And then they cast J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Yes, I know. Which for me, okay. Well, who, okay. who could replace J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson? That's really nobody. The thing. I get that. I get that. And so the only thing you can do if you're not gonna do that is, get is Reinhardt. change no. him. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, is because ch- well, Reinhardt? Yeah, yeah. He played J. Jonah Jameson. I know. The, the, the game. But like. The only thing you can do is change the character. Yeah. And so they changed him from newspaper publisher. You're never going to top J.K. Simmons as J.J. Jameson in the context of this very, like, black and white cartoon hyper-reality Raimi trilogy. Yeah. He's a newspaper publisher who's a model, you know, he's, he's he hates Spider-Man, but he's a good guy, kind of. Yeah. Like, you can't do that again, especially because they don't want to do things again. Sure. But if you're gon- if you're going to recast... Or if you're not going to recast, you you have to change the character completely. Mm-hmm. So they do and make him into like an Alex Jones type character, which is like, oh, so he's irredeemable. So he's a monster. Well, I guess I we'll like the see. idea that Daily Bugle is like a is like a conspiracy theorist website. Yeah, maybe it wasn't always that. Yeah, it no, like it's morphed. I love that they call it the Daily Bugle.net. Yeah, like they can't they can't even get dot com. No, they can't get dot com. Somebody got that, and and Jonah won't pay for yeah, it. I love that idea. Now. But when they revealed it at the end, when they were like, it's J. Jonah Jameson and it's J. It was, I was like, oh. Like, I was a little crestfallen. Really? Because I was like, really looking forward to seeing who they thought okay. could do the MCU J. Jonah Jameson. Right. That being said, I love J.K. Simmons. Like I said, he is the, the he's the J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. But... If you're gonna go out of your way to avoid everything that they did, mm-hmm. then you make J.K. Simmons. But but also, th- then you're 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 not only you're leaving yourself open to criticism where it's like, oh well, if if there are exceptions, then what about like why don't we re- why don't we bring Willem Dafoe back? Like why don't we do this right, that and the other right, thing? Like right, right, right. and it's just like, I I think there are there are a gazillion actors. Yeah. I feel like someone else could have done another J. Jonah Jameson. Okay. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying, like, I was a little surprised and almost a little disappointed. Okay. That said, if, because J.K. Simmons is so down and he's so always up for things. Yes. And the fact that the dailybugle.net is so crappy and so lame and so Mm -hmm. easy to reproduce. Yeah. I hope that we get nothing but dailybugle.nets now. Right. That we get J. Jonah Jameson's opinion on everything in every MCU movie. Oh, that would be and great. And we get like web videos. We get like YouTube like videos. Yeah, like that. maybe the dailybugle.net can have a YouTube channel and mm-hmm. we get like additional stuff. That would be awesome. Of just like J. Jonah Jameson's opinion about like each of the latest Marvel Cinematic Universe moments. That would be great. I think that'd be really cool and because J. Jonah Jameson is so happy. I mean like Cave Johnson. How much additional shit did he do for Cave Johnson? I know. He would be, I, I think he'd be happy to do it because yeah. he's so great. I mean, he does those state, he does those farmers commercials. No, it's true. I guess um, I feel like with them casting J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. By the way, it's really hard to keep those two names. J.K. Simmons, J. J. Jonah, Jonah Jameson. Jameson. I'm like, I also don't know what, what my problem is, but I always say J. Jonah Jameson. I never just say Jameson or J.J. Yeah. I always say the whole thing, and it yeah. is always going to trip up my mouth. But yeah. like. You know, that J, being said. J cubed. Yeah. Um, J3. <laughs> I think that's what they call, like, his news network oh, in the Spider-Man 90s cartoon show. Oh, my God. This is J3. 
course, of course. I like J. It's like it's almost like J. Jonah Jameson in the films has become this like fourth wall breaking character, even though he does nothing that is fourth wall breaking. Yeah. There's just something about his character where it's just like, no, it's fine. That's the one character that can go from every film like and be the same person. It's it's okay. It's, they used it's him totally in, this, in the okay. Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon as J.K. Simmons playing him. Yeah, like they kept using. It's him. just like it, there's just something about his character and his, in particular Simmons portrayal of him yeah that i think it does work but i definitely see what you're saying right i i think part of the reason that they're definitely distancing themselves from characters like green goblin in particular yeah. and putting harry osborne in there and just the whole thing i don't think they want to deal with the comparisons yeah no like why when there's such a a a, a larger like grander scope of of spider-man's rogues there's a ton to deal with no goblins except for hobby later on we're even on the sinister six so right. it's like you have plenty to choose yeah from. exactly i mean to work with. i i know people in the chat have been saying this i don't think we've been saying this for a while but like seeing craven oh would be i, I think craven's incredible. the next one i mean like i would love to see like a teenage peter parker have to deal with an adult man who is out to kill him yes Oh, yeah, no. Whose power is, I'm really good at finding you, and I have a lot of guns. Honestly, like, like I, I think that's probably the next one. I think it's going to be a combo. I think it's going to be Chameleon and Craven. Okay. To hope to play with the whole, like, number one, they're both Russian, they're both spies, or right, at least right, one right, of them's right. a spy. We also got uh, Dimitri. Yes. And you don't name your characters Dimitri unless you think you want people to think of Dimitri Smirkadov, <laughs> however the hell you pronounce that last name. Right, right, right. But, uh... Yeah, that, that's speculation, though. But I would love to see that, especially because, like, now there's blood in the water. And, like, you know, his identity's out. And the sharks, out, and the sharks come. will come. It would be great if Craven was in some way connected to uh, Whiplash. Right, 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 right. But, uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, let's jump into the Super Chats a little bit. Because yeah, let's do that. And then those... we'll just go over to, like, to what we are love about loved. the yes. film. Exactly. All right. Oh, man, I'm manning. Yeah, the, you the, are. The scroll here. Well, Kevin Sparks helping us out. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Drew Chester, same deal. Thank you, Drew. Uh... Polish Gamer says, I loved basically every moment in this movie. The end and the mid-credits were mind-blowing, and my only complaint is a nerdy nitpick, No Uncle Ben. We address the No Uncle Ben thing. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I hope we get an Uncle Ben thing. Right. I want to hear no power, great power, great responsibility. I want to see it's some reference to Uncle Ben. Right. I'm in. I feel like, you know, it would be a really great um, time, like, like, little, like bracketing of this yeah. um of that story or like slot that in is for peter to feel it the most is when he's going to college yes because like that's kind of a big deal you've graduated from high school and like you're moving on to this air like arena where more is expected of you to be an adult yes has he literally gone into space as fury says um mm -hmm. yeah he has he's fought avenger level threats you know like he's seen people die yeah but like there is also something to be said about the like social and cultural construct that is going to college right you know what i mean and like something where it's like you know aunt may will be like really proud of him and stuff like that and there'll be a person missing yes there and I, i'm wondering if that's when we'll see him start to really feel it i genuinely so hope again. so by the way uh speculation on uncle ben uh, I've heard Feige say uh, that he has been trying to get Keanu Reeves into the MCU forever. What an F you to everybody would be if he was just, <laughs> he played Uncle Ben in photographs. Oh my God. No. Just Keanu for Craven. It'll be a terrible oh, casting. Oh, he'd be great. <laughs> 
As long as as long as he's like said third generation Russian, he doesn't have to do an accent. Yeah, it could be, yeah, that's fine. Just John Wick. John Wick. A, John Wick in a leotard. Yeah, but he's bad. I'm in. As I see it helping us out, my chronic uh, style. So the Edith glasses. These are actually new glasses. They are. They're totally new. I, I've had the same glasses for about like ten yeah. years. These are brand new. That's right. Uh, Edith glasses. Uh, another thing where people were using it is they like, oh, see, he's got the Edith glasses. They're gonna get rid of that soon. I'm There's sure no they way. will. And regardless of that, like it's, I, I think it was a MacGuffin. It's, it was. <clears throat> well, I think that's also um, exemplifying the spiritual nature, like the 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 tone of of not spiritual nature, but spiritual tone of yes. Peter Parker. Great responsibility. Yeah, exactly. He didn't say it again, but yeah, it's all about having. He had the great power <laughs> of like literal orbiting satellites that had friggin' drone strikes in them. Yeah. And he had the responsibility, and he, he ignored it. That actually does play into his whole his whole mantra, right? Uh, Gustav. Gustav says, good evening. Uh, just became a patron. Excited to see your thoughts on this movie and the end credit stuff especially. Thank you. That's kind uh, of Welcome to the Patreon. Uh, just a really quick aside. I'm not going to turn this into an ad, but like uh, we made back issues into an audio podcast and I'm going to be releasing like one or two episodes a week uh, for the next 280 weeks. Uh, but I just wanted to say like, if you like back issues and you want it, if you've always wanted it as an audio format, you can find it over on Patreon. Uh, I only do that because I don't want to lose the revenue of our regular, of our biggest it's show. True. It's our biggest show. If I made it into an audio show that w that had no sponsorships, uh, it, we would be dead in the water. Yes. Uh, so I can't do that. But I can justify it by putting it on Patreon. Yes. So that's where it is. That's where it is. Uh, so thank you. Uh, Mr. Roboto says, uh, I know how Tom Spider-Man works in the bugle. Aunt May threatens to sue J. Jonah Jameson while... Uh, who uh, they give him a job for endangering the life of a high schooler? I don't know if they would. Th that's how the legal system works. So it's like it's, that sounds like Seinfeld's pilot being like, if I got into a car accident and had no insurance, then he'd yeah, yeah, the yeah. I don't think that it works where it's like, okay, like the state of New York now. It, it, that sounds more like indentured servitude or slavery. Like you have to work for this company because they endangered your life. I like the idea of Peter not working for the Daily Bugle. Yeah, and I would never say that unless I had played the PS4 game. The PS4 game has really opened my eyes to like new yet like spiritually representative like. It's just somebody outside. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I was like, are we? Like, is the floor gonna cave in? Yes. Uh, somebody's dragging garbage. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the fact is, Peter doesn't work for the J for the Daily Bugle. Yeah, and like I like that though because this Peter Parker is clearly more science oriented, mm -hmm. and I think honestly with. You know, the possible introduction of the Fantastic Four. It yeah. opens up doorways for Peter to be interning and doing other such yeah. things well, I like on his the, science career. I love Peter working for the Bugle. Yeah. Wouldn't it be fun? The identity thing completely screws up any hope he could ever work for the Bugle. Mm -hmm. So that's out. As a result, if you just want to like have it be like the video game where it's just like Jameson is just in his ear saying all of his insecurities and yeah. negative like beliefs, mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, as Gasger's web says, didn't like uh, Homecoming too much, but really enjoyed Far From Home. Well, I'm glad yeah. that that did that because I know a lot of people who didn't like Homecoming. I was like, there's no way they're gonna like Far From Home, but I'm happy that Far From Home exceeded your expectations. Yeah, Stephen W. Fothery says, I'm a huge Raimi trilogy fanboy, and even I enjoyed Far From Home. It actually addressed some of the issues that I had with Homecoming. I'm glad. Excellent. That's, that's the hope, right? Yeah, the sequel I should do that Raimi trilogy. SM2 yes. address any of my complaints about SM1, except for making Peter into kind of a monster, uh, relationship-wise. 
Mary Jane is like, you know, he's like, oh, I yeah, can't, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't be with you. And she's like, okay, well, I'm seeing somebody. Oh, you're seeing somebody. Well then, well then I'm going to screw that up because if I can't have you, no one can have you. Like, it's really creepy and weird. If you really look yeah, at it on the microscope, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, uh, but otherwise everything else addressed with uh, SM2, I'm glad that Far From Home did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it did. Like it, it addresses a lot of like the suit stuff and a lot of the Peter stuff, his classmate stuff, the MJ stuff. I like it. Yeah. Also, uh, uh, Ned or Ganky, uh, because it's really Ganky. Yeah. This is the movie where Ethan found out his name was actually Ned. Yeah, I was like, how did you not know that? He's like, oh, I just assumed it was Ganky. I just didn't listen. I was just not paying attention. I heard him say that to you. I was like, what? He's like, you think they're going to make him the Hobgoblin? I'm like, no. No. First of all, he was never the Hobgoblin. Uh, so Multi Cheerio says, hey guys, the Tony Stark Jr. thing uh, doesn't bother me because Tony is a better Uncle Ben than Uncle Ben ever was. Very <laughs> deep like, dive. Much like Eltron 8. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Greg Demage says, did you feel Mysterio was similar to Syndrome from The Incredibles? No, I didn't think so. No. No, but I hear what you're saying. I hear your, I know what you're talking about. The jilted, yeah. you know, lesser powered person yeah. against the big, like, you know, spotlight stealing hero. Right, right, right. No, I really liked Mysterio. So let's talk I about Mysterio. Too. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is so good as Mysterio. And I really was expecting, like, I don't know. I wasn't expecting anything big, even though he's so great in Nightcrawler and he's like really intense and insane. Mm-hmm. But then you got those moments where he actually does get intense and insane. You're like, oh, good. Yeah, like, that's at, why they cast look him. Look at him going. Yeah, because I was expecting like more of like a like a like a theatrical kind of like ridiculous type mm-hmm. of actor. But like, I'm like, is is Jake a little kind of more understated? But no, wasn't it? He did a really good job. He did. Uh, he I, did. I'm by the way making a joke. Uh, I we were talking about something and I we made a joke of pronouncing it Guylen Hall. Yes. But, uh, yes, and anyway. then he would probably go along with it. And then he would go along with it because of the Cabbage Patch joke that because, Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, but no, um, <laughs> the idea of making Mysterio basically an Iron Man villain. Yes. That was like, and, and made up of a team of characters who were all screwed over by Tony Stark. So funny, so brilliant. Yeah. I but- can't believe we got... The box of scrap sequence. It's that like, was like, like, you know. They knew exactly what to do to win you over for this if you weren't already on board. Because I honestly enjoyed the like modern retelling of Mysterio. I mean, yeah. like using the special, special effects whole thing, but like rooting it more in that science tech like, yeah. arena that would obviously work or you'd have to have in order to make this work yep. in like the universe that the, uh, the MCU superheroes are in. Where yeah. like... They're a little more advanced. Yeah. They're, they, they're going to know. They're going right. to know how to fix this. Exactly. Oh, I, he's so great. The suit looks so good. His powers really are does. amazing. The, well, the plot is terrific. What I liked about the suit was it actually made me think of the comic book suit. It is, certainly is different. There's a few more bells and whistles to it. Um, but like a lot of the textures they put on it, like I was like, this is... That's Mysterio. This suit. is Mysterio. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Like he had the fishbowl. I know. And <laughs> unlike the comics lately... You don't see his face. No, like occasionally when he's like, okay, hang on. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> but like, no, you. when he's just regular Mysterio, yeah. like it's just a friggin' ball. Yeah. I'm so on board. Yeah, absolutely. Spider-Man even cracks the helmet, which a lot of people were like, oh, he better do it. That's how, you know, he cracks the helmet when he yeah. punches it. I, he does it. It's not like proper Mysterio. It's his like HUD. Yeah. Still great. But yeah, he still does it. Yeah. And I love the fact that even when he is pretending, like when he's not in... Like the, the actual physical suit, and he's just in like the augmented reality version of yeah. it. Yeah, um, he, he still has a dome instead of just having anything else, like glasses or something. Yeah, yeah. He's no, he's like, got these. Got um, my theming is yes. I'm a bubble on brand. You know why? Because Jake Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal 
played Bubble Boy in the Bubble Boy movie. Oh. That's why. That's not why. That is not why. But you'll see it on IMDb <laughs> trivia soon enough. Um, I, I, I the, the portrayal's great. The motivation is solid. I get it. I liked it. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I like the deception. Uh, is he dead? No. No way. No, not, I don't right? think he's dead. But why, I, why not? Edith, Edith said he was that, that all the illusions were done. Right. No, I I think that I I think he had other other contingencies involved. Yeah. I mean, I find it hard to believe that they would be able to trick Edith. Right. Necessarily. Yeah. Unless they'd already programmed Edith to not see him exactly. or to not exactly. view his illusions. Because he also had his own tech prior to that. Exactly. So he could have used something that. Since he now had studied Edith, he knew how to like fly under the radar of Edith right. potentially. I don't think he's dead. No, I. Here's the thing: he may be dead. I hope sure. not. Now, he, maybe he's dead, and his like cyber consciousness is there. Like mm-hmm. there, you know, like we have the augmented reality mystery. Maybe there's that. Right, right. Hell, maybe box of scraps guy will be the next Mysterio, and so Jake Gyllenhaal will play his avatar. Sure. I'd be okay with that too. <laughs> as long as we get the Sinister Six, because I feel like we're really going to get it. I think they're definitely building towards I think that. They are, yeah. yeah. I yeah. really genuinely hope they do. I, I agree. So anyway, uh, Mysterio, solid, uh, fun, cool. Honestly, honestly solid. And like, again, the potential for like a, a, a world shifting event, sure. But like not a world ending event that Spider-Man is dealing with. And yeah. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the fact that he's just like, yes, is this larger than like what a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man might have to deal with? Sure. Yeah. But like, it isn't like a calamity like he just had to deal with. Right. Um, and, I, and I really appreciated that. Yeah. The illusions. Uh, the entire se- Every sequence where Spider-Man has to fight Mysterio in the illusion. Oh, so great. Yeah. That's where I was like, okay, so the CG, he looks like a cartoon. Yeah. But we're in an illusion world, yeah. so I'm going to forgive it. We're in an illusion world, and illusions are being projected onto him yeah. as well. I've wanted to see Spider-Man, like, doing that kind of stuff mm-hmm. forever, and I got to see it yeah. on screen, mm-hmm. so I'm down. Like, also, Mysterio has a preference for the blue and red suit, as do I. Uh, so it was really fun to see like him doing like crazy yeah. Mysterio illusion stuff. Right, we right, got right. giant Mysterio for a half second. We got like I love that I, I love that sequence where it's like where it, it said Queens where he's in front of like that funhouse. Yeah, but that was really cool. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It just it just really it just really hit me. Um, the uh, the moment where uh, he projects the illusion of Tony Stark's grave and like guilt oh him about God. that. Yeah, that hit the audience. Uh, I was like right on. Yeah, it's a low blow, but I hear it. But the audience was like really upset. Really? I remember the an audible like, oh. <laughs> and then the moment where zombie Iron Man blasts out of the ground, I'm like, mm-hmm. I go, I can't believe they're doing that. Right. What I <laughs> what I liked about that was that like, had it been if if Iron Man wasn't in his life as that like a secondary father figure and yeah. it was just Uncle Ben, we couldn't have seen that no. uh, without Mysterio finding out who he was yeah. prior to that. So like I think we got that emotional punch that it could have been Uncle Ben's grave, but it wouldn't have necessarily narratively made any sense. Exactly, exactly. Like uh, Mysterio would not have known who Uncle Ben was mm-hmm. or he looked like. Yeah. So, but it, but the Iron Man thing was was enough. I, I agree. I agree. Um, so that was cool. My my only like critique of that, and it's just maybe a, it's a fundamental misunderstanding of how that tech works. Everything else seemed to be pre created like when he would go out there and fight yeah i know and then he's just doing it on the fly yeah like and can... like i don't know if that's just him starting to lose it even more so because like we do see him starting to snap a little maybe bit maybe it's because of its integration with edith 
it could oh that's, that's what i'm thinking I'm, I'm wondering how much he was just like giving into it or like you know how much he was able to create on the fly at yeah. that point i feel like a lot it had to have been on the fly right well i think it was and i think also it might have to do with the fact that he was only performing for an audience of one as yeah. opposed to trying to like fool millions of people exactly so all right I can't, maybe i answered my own question all right. <laughs> um Martin Archuleta says, uh, number three bully McGuire as Norman Osborn. Oh, like cast Toby McGuire as Norman Osborn. Oh, that'd be amazing. I, I would not like that. I don't like, to <laughs> I don't like Toby McGuire as an actor. Not a uh, big fan. He's fine as Spider-Man. Like he was fun. And I really, I loved him as Spider-Man when I saw Spider-Man. Right, I mean, look, here's the thing. Like nobody can like take away the like uh, importance of the Spider-Man franchise when it came out. Like, yeah. you know, helping to like pave the way for other superhero films along yeah. with like Batman and X-Men and, and all Daredevil. that stuff. And Daredevil. Um, but you know what I mean? Like normalizing, seeing that on yeah. the big screen. Nobody can take that away from those films. Um, he's not my favorite actor though. No. And he never was for me. No. Like I was never a big Toby fan. I wasn't a big Cider House Rules or Pleasantville fan anyway. Right. Uh, Pricey eighty forty said, uh, "No, I'm sorry, Robert Radisson says fake news, blindly trusting authority, technology is our crutch." I feel like these are all well addressed, and mm -hmm. this is a fine take on the rites of passage. Can't argue with you there. No, I absolutely agree. And I, and I, I again, like this is we're getting the, the treat, like much like in the Ultimate Universe, um, a young Peter Parker, like coming into like his own. Yeah. But like this Peter Parker in particular, having so much responsibility. Yes. Like put on top of him working with adults working with nick fury you mm -hmm. know what i mean like <laughs> right um but like that idea of like you're a superhero you have to go super now yeah come on let's right, go right and it's just like but i'm a kid right like and it's like guess what your life is over right like, like that's kind of like yeah I, I love it i do love that and i and like I love the idea of him like thinking like I like having that imposter syndrome. He's he's a teenager and he already is suffering from imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like that's kind of incredible. Right. Pricey Eddie 40 says thoughts on people wanting Craven to hunt down Spider-Man or Peter in the sequel. Also money's on Homefront being the title of said sequel. I hope uh, that if it is called Homefront, they're referring to it being that he's going to be in New York because I love seeing Spider-Man in the against the European background because you never get to see it. Right. right. Oh, that's neat. But once he gets home, that whole like five to four to five minute sequence yeah. where he is home and yeah. you're seeing New York, mm -hmm. it's just great. Uh -huh. It's everything I've wanted to see. Yeah, even the sequence where he's where he's flying around with Zendaya, mm -hmm. that like like GoPro sequence, I thought it was great. Yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. so real, and it's. I remember thinking to myself as it was happening, I'm like, this is what I've always wanted to see. Right. And that's exactly the emotion I would expect from anyone who was doing that with Spider-Man. Yeah. You always see all these people who are, must be yes, like adrenaline like, ah. junkies. They're having a great time. Right. Mm, I no, would regular not. folks I would not like, be having a great time. I think that her hair's ruined too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 we addressed the Craven thing, I think. So hopefully we've already gotten to it, but yeah. I will say I'm in. Me too. Me too. I would love to see an on-screen Craven portrayal. Yeah. Mr. Roboto, The Rock can play the J. Jonah Jameson as D-Rock. <laughs> there you go. Um, Sorry, did I go down too far? I did. Hang on. Hang on. I messed up. There it is. Flashpool, do you think J.J. was just a cameo? It's possible that they had no big plans for the character, so they had just wanted to show us the J.K. Simmons to shut us up. No. I think that they cast J.K. Simmons because they were like, we have to do it. Like, I think they didn't have plans. I think they were like, we have to do something. Mm-hmm. And I think they went like, screw it, just get J.K. Simmons. And now they have him. They don't know what to do with him. 
but I hope that they use him a lot. Like, all the things we suggested, right. that's what I want to see. Right. I want to see him in everything. I assume that there was a lot more conversation about it leading up to it. I think there was a, so. like, a bit more thought by some individuals who were involved with it. Yeah. Like, in that, 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 like, do we open this door? Yeah. Can we? Can anyone think of anyone better right. that, like, yeah. won't cause, like, everyone to go, why didn't you yeah. just get J.K. Simmons? I can imagine Feige just being like, who's better? Yeah. Any, I'll, I'll, you know. I'm, I'm open. I'm open. Let's hear it. If you can't think of anything, we're just going to call JK. Yeah, I, I, I got his number right here. Isaac Scott, a uh, <laughs> longtime viewer, first super chat. Thank you very much. Welcome. Uh, I took issue with Iron Man Jr. at first, but accepted that's just this different look and look forward to seeing what's next. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Like, Absolutely. Yeah, I think the further away we get, the more Spider-Man you're going to get. Also, yes. you know, like, okay, I love, like, Spider-Man. I've read almost every Spider-Man comic ever. Mm-hmm. Um, probably. And I will say this, my love of Spider-Man came from him being married and an adult, Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of stories where he's a college student and way fewer stories where he's a high school student. Yeah. We got two movies, two whole movies in succession in the same continuity where he's a high school student. Yeah. Him being a college student and doing this, Mm -hmm. I think is going to be the most Spider-Man you're going to see. Right. And, and I, I think it's really, that's where you're really going to get it. Of yeah. course, the whole identity thing blows everything out of the water. And we'll get to that. We will get to that. Um, I was going to say, like, in terms of, like, the whole Iron Man Jr. thing, I know we kind of already addressed it, but I just have one more thought on that. Yeah. Um, he's a teenager. Uh, who do kids and teenagers try to be like, but right? those they idolize? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's not until you start, you know, growing older and, yeah. like, again, learning more, going to college becoming your own person. Yeah. And so like, I think this Peter Parker's just on that journey right now. And he's at the right age where he would idolize yeah. someone. I idolized like, you know, Tony Stark. Right. Let's be honest. Like, you I know, would, yeah, like, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Like, is he a hundred percent a good person? No, he's a hot mess. Yes. And that's probably why I'm cool with it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrical freedom. When Peter transfers Edith to Beck, he has to confirm it. When he takes back, Beck doesn't, he doesn't. Uh, any chance there was a one illusion, one last illusion, and he's not dead? I think he is not dead. I hope he's not dead. Uh, I think that he didn't have to, like, block him out because he has Peter over. It's not like Beck blocked Spider-Man from being able to access Edith. So he didn't have to, like, confirm. I assumed, like, they used the wrong terminology. It wasn't that he had to um, transfer control, even though they did say that. I think it was basically, like, adding a new user. Exactly. That's what I <laughs> And they too. didn't remove Peter. Yeah. Gustav uh, says, what do you think, what do you reckon the Stark Tower is now? Oscorp, Baxter? Okay. I noticed this on the second watch. Mm-hmm. There's a, when a lot of buildings are under construction, there's some stuff up. Uh, so it says, big things are coming. Or no, it says, we can't wait to see, you. you uh, we can't wait to see what's next. And no so the, way! It was on, I didn't see that! Yeah, it was on the building, and there was a three, uh, there was a like one, two, three. So no, I'm, there wasn't. Yeah. Now, I'm hoping that means it's the Baxter building. Everyone is expecting it to be Oscorp. Because why wouldn't it be? Right, 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 right. I submit, if it isn't the Baxter building, which I highly hope it is, uh-huh. or the Four Freedoms Plaza, um, that it is um, Octavius Industries. Interesting. Because of the prevalence of him in the video game. Right, 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 right Because right. he literally does the selfie at the end of this movie. He sure does. That he does in the video game that everyone uses as a thumbnail for their YouTube videos. And so I think Sony, like, knows how much people responded to, Oct- to Doc Ock. 
I think you can expect Doc Ock before Green Goblin. Okay. And I think that like if they're gonna do go that way, they're gonna make it Octavius Industries. Right. But I hope it's Man, I did go. not see that. I'm over here all proud of myself because I saw the Crusher Hogan. I know you saw the sign, poster. this is like like sandwich board sign, and you didn't. I was like, ooh, <laughs> now I missed the big thing. <laughs> oh, listen, I was looking for it because I didn't even know that we. I was like, because I thought that the building with the big with the big hole that he like flies through. I was like, I thought that was a real building, but no, that's part of the new building. Yeah, yeah, the new okay. the new reconstruction. And so I was like, oh, if that's it, I have to look. So I was like really focused on it. Okay. Um. Uh, Marvel has a 90-minute Hall H presentation at San Diego Comic-Con in two weeks or a week. Uh, so it, we're probably going to get a, a Fantastic Four announcement. That would be amazing. Um, Rusky 910, I like Fury in this, but I think they need to bring a black, back old man Cap to pick Peter up when he's at his lowest moment. I would love that. But I think you're probably going to... You're, you're not going to get old man Cap. You will get Falcon. Okay. Captain America. Well, let's be honest. If in the next film, yeah. Spider-Man, oh, his his next, the next Spider-Man yeah. film, whatever it is. I see yeah. a lot of people like going through what, is, what, what it's going to be called. Home um, front, probably. Home the, front. Uh, I'd say, how about Take Me Home? Take Me Home. Country Road. <laughs> They're obsessed with that song I'd, over in Hollywood. Yeah, that's true. It's true. <laughs> um, I would rather have Peter have an internal moment with Uncle Ben. Yes. You know what I mean? Whether it be a memory or whatever, just a way to put that in there. Yeah, I would love I will, it. I would rather see Uncle Ben pick him up at his lowest point. Totally. So excited. I feel like every Spider movie since Raimi, he gets stronger and stronger. Uh, he should, because he has the proportionate strength of a spider, and he can, like, rival the strength of, like, you know, I, Hulk, I, I, I so. don't think they mean actual strength. I, oh. I think they mean strength. Oh, you mean the character. movies are getting stronger. Yes. yes. I well, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we were watching uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 the other day, which is really bad, and... Uh, but I kind of dig, uh, I, I, when I was watching, I remember really digging Andrew Garfield mm -hmm. when they revealed him. Yes. Uh, but having seen it again, I'm like, yeah, he is really pretty. Like, <laughs> just way too pretty. Like, he has no he has He's no very problem. distinct. He's very distinct. He's very distinct. And then I realized, like, he's just doing, like, his, he's doing his Andrew Garfield is playing an American voice. Yeah. Whereas Tom Holland's, like, doing an American, he's doing a New York voice. Yeah. First Spider-Man I've ever heard to do that. Yeah. Uh, but you commented something really nice. It was a very high compliment. I'm sure he'd appreciate it, that, like, the, the Gwen Spider-Man stuff was really solid in, in, this, in ASM 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, honestly, we were checking the, at the second one, and, like, there's just like a real feeling of like his love for her yeah. in that movie. They were like, they were wow. dating during that time, but like you do like there's some there's some real passion. Yeah, there. there's something. Emma Stone's there. also great. She is. So. No, and like I'm not saying that was all on Andrew Garfield mm -hmm. or Andrew Garfield's shoulders, but like no, I just, just was like, wow, this is phenomenal this is, chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Flashpool. Since he lied about the multiverse, Spider Verse. Um, I hope not. I, no, I like I, that movie. I that, like that movie. I think it's a phenomenal movie. Um, I think that would clutter up the MCU right now, agreed. considering how much they are pulling into it. I yeah, think that that's not th a thing that they need to worry about. At we this haven't moment. even gotten Captain Britain, and you want to bring in like Spider Gwen? Say, like we haven't even gotten the X Men, right? Like <laughs> or the F Four? Just give them a minute. You know, like, we're getting the we're getting the Eternals first. Yeah, and also like what's funny about that is that like like. Some folk are like, you know, he's not enough. He's not enough Spider-Man. It's like give him a chance to be Spider-Man before you bring in more Spider characters. Right. I don't know. I agree. I want. Yeah, that's what people are clamoring for. Miles. I'm like, ah, blah, blah, blah. Miles is the replacement. Yeah. Peter's still sixteen. Yeah. Let's give him so a minute. Miles is. Miles should be a ch like a baby. Like he should be like I. I don't know that he's like. Like an egg. Donald. At this point no, now. Donald. 
he, he has a oh, that's he right. exists. Donald Glover's his uncle. So, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. But, he a, but he's little. Yeah, I know, but he's little. Exactly. Keep him little for a while. I mean, unless he didn't blip. Yeah. Oh, no. There you go. I was thinking. And BM Gray throwing <laughs> uh, some more support for off the rack and back issues. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so friend. much. Thank you so much for keeping up with this week after week after week. You guys have always been on the ball. It's very appreciated. Thank you very much, man. It's very yeah, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. My Chronic said there are no more Stanley cameos. I know. I'm really sad about it. But you know what? Like, we talked about Stan enough. Yeah. But, like, I will say, I'm sad about it, but like, that's it, it's okay. You it, know, it is, don't push it. Don't force it. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, put them in posters. Put them in the background, you know, if you need to. Uh, put them in that opening crawl. Yeah. The opening Marvel. Exactly. Uh, Rusky 910, if they do Sinister Six in the MCU, should Spidey take them on alone with another hero? And if so, which hero? I like the idea of doing the uh, Marvel Knight story where uh, it's him. And then the Avengers show up. Yeah. Like, that he, he, he shows he can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, especially because... He did take on the Sinister Six by himself multiple times. Yeah. I like the idea also, I would take either Marvel Knights or the uh, Revenge of the Sinister Six story. I think it's by Michelinie and Eric Larson where throughout the book, Spider-Man almost gets the attention of another superhero. Right, 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 right. But at the end of it, he still has to fight them all by himself. Okay. So yeah. like, if it was that, that, that would be perfect i would say the only other hero and this is i don't honestly want this mm-hmm. this is just a kind of funny comment um ant-man because he is essentially a man child as well right and so like he'd be like what do we do ant-man yeah i don't know i don't know yeah i can get tiny i guess i'll crawl up his butt and explode him out from the inside <laughs> zyko the psycho says start the third movie with craven hunting saber to work on the mutants in the mcu and i'll be happy side note carl Urban for mcu wolverine uh, Carl would be a great Wolverine. He was already, uh, in Ragnarok, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, JWT Cosplay helping us out. Thank Donovan, you. uh, Davis doing the same. Thank you, sir. Da- Dan S., do you think, uh, in Spider-Man 3, Peter will sell his soul to the devil to get a secret identity back? No, I think... He, he said lol. Lol, <laughs> I know, I know. I think we're just gonna get shield. Like, we're just gonna have plausible deniability. It's gonna be... Yeah. Either See, that or it was a dream. Or it's strange. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, what if he never actually got out of the bubble? Yeah. Like, what if Mysterio is still controlling him? Right? That'd be okay, too. I mean, he would have... Yeah. If, since he knows he's Peter Parker, he could have found out all this information about yeah. it. So, like... The MCU... Uh, none of it's real! Uh, J. Jonah Jameson isn't actually J.K. Simmons! Yeah, it's at all. Like, no, I, I think... <laughs> I, I think it all happened. Yeah, I'm sure. But, uh, but I hope that, like, there's deniability. Yeah. And I hope Doctor Strange fixes it. He can fix it. Stephen uh, Fothery, Tom Hanks for Uncle Ben... Oh, man. Say no more. That's a great one. Uh, JWT Cosplay, do you think Matt Murdock will be his lawyer in Spider-Man 3? That would be great. We can only hope. You know, they haven't cast the mayor of New York. I, for one, would love to see Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk. Oh, man. Oh, man. Kingpin Homecoming, hashtag. Do you want to take a break real quick from these Super Chats to talk a little bit more? We should talk a little bit. Just just our final thoughts, and then we'll just address the rest of the Because I feel like we really did not get a chance to actually really talk about the The movie? movie. I mean, there's so many, like... I feel like moments. through it we are, but like, yeah. I mean, um, like the fact that this movie opens with a the worst in memoriam. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was so funny and so like real. Just, oh my god! By the way, uh, in the first view, the Getty Images watermark was noticed by everybody. Yes. In the second view, half of them didn't notice. Oh but my I was god! Like, That's amazing. That, the Getty image thing was fantastic. The Comic Sans. I was like, oh god, why? 
the song. Yeah. The whole thing. It was yep. just spectacular. Um, but like, I, like weirdly enough, that like really solidifies kind of some of the feeling for this movie where it's yeah. just like, we're living post a whole, like these people dying to save all these other people. Yeah. We're like living in a world where like, half the population was gone for five years. People have moved on and things have changed. And we definitely get a little bit of that. Yeah, but we didn't get, we don't, people we don't would be dwell. like, oh, the whole world would be changed. It would be like, uh, uh, devastating. Yeah. Like, yeah, who wants to, who wants to live in that? Yeah, it is devastating, but at the same time, like, it's a world of, like, true hope. Yeah. Because it's like, you thought you lost all these people. Yeah, and then I they mean, came back. Yeah, I mean, would you get the hilarious, like, um, story by one of his teachers? Yep. Oh my God, <laughs> Mr. Harrington man. is Mr. Harrington's a disaster. No, Mr. Harrington is totally Miles Warren. <laughs> if he hasn't already, like Mr. Harrington is the Miles Warren character. Oh my God, that'd be messed up. I'd be so on board for that. But like he is, like he is just such a disaster, and I feel so badly for that man. Yeah, he is a disaster. I hope he's in the next one. I mean, I really like. I yes, are they like Keystone Cop style, like you know, characters where it's like they're a little over the top, mm-hmm. like both teachers. Sure, JB Smoove this... was really pushing it. He was. Really he was chewing the scenery. The a witch's little bit. thing was like the the uh, like a first idea. Yeah, like with I don't know. It just like it for for me. It felt like a really 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 like it felt like an SNL joke. A little. I mean, I guess it's just like he's like, no, I'm a, I'm a scientist until I see something until like I see this. magic and then I'm freaking and then out. and then it's over because what is science then? Right. Like and he I, has like an existential crisis every time anything in the MCU yeah. happens. Somebody basically. asked about like what the hell the school is doing going to Europe in the first place because I think they're a science based school. They're going to the Da Vinci Museum, which right. would study science. That's right, and it's closed, so they have to just make do. Yeah, yeah. I think that's... because Mr. Harrington booked the trip and he's an idiot. An idiot. He's so... incompetent. You know, so there yeah. is, you know, there is that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Classes, like schools plan all kinds of trips because they have nothing to do with their curriculum. They just want to go there and they can save money. Yeah. And like, it looks really good that it's like, look, we traveled abroad. Literally, that's the reason. Yeah. I work for a school. Yeah. Some of these trips are legit. And some of these trips are, Excuses we just to want go. to go there. Yep. Like that happens. That is so mm-hmm. accurate. Yeah. No, we had family <laughs> who went to like Italy or whatever, who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that was not, I had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. That was just a trip for a trip to Italy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. It, it, I, and they're also a private school. Yeah. So they get away with a lot more. A lot. Their, their standards and their um, rules are very different than yeah. the public school arena. Certainly. Uh, Ned Leeds and Betty Brandt finally get together, just like in the comics. <laughs> uh, and that was cute. Fine. Funny. Yeah. Good, played for laughs. I liked it enough. What I liked about it, though, was that like they were like, we need to have Ned and his classmates in like this movie but mm-hmm. like peter needs to be like doing his own thing yeah. and not have to like rehash the whole thing with ned again yeah and so i think they did a nice job of like making ned be focused elsewhere but also as soon as anyone else finds out about spider-man he's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa yeah whoa, whoa, whoa. but i was like i was a ground zero i'm yeah, like what are we doing like yeah I'm, I'm i have names for us like it's i'm an fos yeah an fos friend of spider-man no, um, I, yeah i liked it it was actually for me it was really smart and great because it allowed us to like separate from ned mm-hmm. because people were complaining about that from homecoming as well where they're like you know oh, oh, he's got a guy in the chair he's got tony stark he's got you know he, and it's like no ned will eventually be like i gotta go uh, yeah like i gotta move this on this isn't man. like doing anything for my career right being a friend of spider yeah helping it's just you out kind of cool yeah um so. yeah so like I, I i dug that um you know brad i love the idea that like peter has an actual like like 
foe yes on this trip being that it's like these elementals right and then inevitably mysterio but then he also has like peter parker has a foe yeah and like, it's not flash <laughs> yeah brad i like that i like i like i like the fact that he's like he's a teenager he's dealing with it the angst the like trying desperately to like tell somebody you care about them but also finding out someone else likes them i thought that was very authentic yeah i agree I the whole thing was very authentic completely no i i agree with that uh and i i dig uh zendaya I like her too. Like I, I she did a nice job. I think she does a nice job. I think she's definitely a reimagining of the spirit of Mary Jane. In it's a totally different character. It's a totally different. And character. I'm fine with that too. Like I don't care. Like the reality is, like Betty Brant looks just like Gwen Stacy. Yes. Ned Leeds looks just like Ganky. Like does this mean you could? This means that you can never do Ned Leeds from the comics. But who cares? And you can never do Betty Brant from the comics. Whatever we got that already. Yeah. And like, you know, you have Zendaya as MJ. Yeah. I guarantee we're going to get Gwen in college. Sure. Which is where he met her, by the way. Right, which is, I, I, I'm... But Gwen won't be blonde with a headband. No, probably not. Because Betty's already blonde with a headband. Yeah, but... And if, so they're going to do something else. Right. That's cool. I, I just appreciate the fact that they, this is an acknowledgement, again, like, a lot of this has to do with, like, capturing the spirit and, like, the general character nature of a lot of these characters and yeah. modernizing them right. from when they were originally, like, conceived. Yeah. Um, and, and I feel like this is doing a good job of setting themselves as being like, we are, we are acknowledging the comics and we are following again, like that, the tone and yeah. like the general feel of the comics, but like, we need to make it our own to some degree, you know what I mean? And like, I think they do a nice job. I really like their relationship right. in this. I think it's pretty earned. It is. Um, and, but like, and it's very different from what it was before, but like developed. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't waste any time like making, like, yeah, we, we cut ahead. Mm-hmm. Great. Worked for me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, besides that... Uh... Well, I mean, I think, like, uh, in terms of that, the fact that... Um, I mean, there's two big ending, like, credit scenes that yes. we can talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we can also just talk about... Um, Again, like in terms of just like changing things and, and altering things a little bit, the idea of happy and, and oh yeah, happy and, and hey, yeah, adorable, fine, whatever. Yep. Obviously, it's not going to be continuing. I hope it does. Unless, but... unless he wears her down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just the you know the idea of like Peter knowing how to work Tony's tech, but kind of doing his own thing because he doesn't go for the iron spider suit no he, he makes his own he makes his own suit based off of the, the other suit that he has yeah you know what i mean like he's like no no i'm gonna go with this suit mm-hmm. but i'm gonna use some of this tech and like change it up yeah white spider on the back yeah was that in the original one that he had no but that's on the um the ps4 game yes one. i was like when he was flipping around at the end i was like wait what yeah no, I like it's still like I actually played Spider-Man for the PS4 just to download the yeah. the stealth suit and the uh and, and and the new Far From Home suit. I still prefer the Homecoming suit. It's, it's got great. my little it's got my little fat spider on the back. Cool one. And he does like he does have like at least he uses the the little one for the yeah. front. Not quite the same, but still. No, it's true. Um Again, like this movie, it's not like it's not like there's like a lot to unpack from it, except no. for when we get to the end. This was just like a fun like look at look at Peter Parker becoming his own Spider Man. He's on his way. Yes, yeah, that was fun. That now, was fun. And I was really expecting the end credit scenes to be like bullshit, like they have been lately. Sure, because like they've been like yeah, uh, we used to big do big reveals, but now uh, yeah, it, like it could have been like um, Harrington getting his camera back. It could, yes. it could have, like something stupid, yep. you know what I mean? Like oh, a deleted sequence from whatever. Right, it could have been that huge awesome scene where Spider-Man takes down a mob team or a, a mob. 
that we were t- promised in the trailer. That would have been really fun to see. I know I liked seeing it in the trailer. Right, right, right. That being said, uh, what we, instead we got was J. Jonah Jameson, right. then the identity reveal. Which they played with. You you could tell, like, you know, we don't see his face. He says he, he's... And then he cuts, and you're like, ah! Oh, yeah. Nah, fuck it. Like, let's, yeah, 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 nah, yeah. let's end it like Iron Man. Uh, I also like that apparently we're doing a thing now. Like, not only are we calling our Spider-Man movies... Uh, something with something home. Something with home in them. Yeah. But also someone ends the movie by saying, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, really? Okay. Cute, though. Yeah. I like to be like, that's a meme now. Yeah. Being like, no. Yeah. What the fuck? Um, I, I that ruined the movie for me. It did. I was ru- did. I was I I was like I was already like oh my god J K Simmons why did they did and then it was nope his his, his identity's out yeah we gave you two minutes of him being Spider Man in New York doing his thing yeah and then we took it away from you yes now we gotta do now we're gonna do this I was I was blown away by how much I hated it oh he really was like I'm telling you like. I was like, that happened. I was like, I looked at Sal, just jaw dropped. But yeah. like, not from like, you like, know. Hooray! I can't wait for the story potential. It was from awe, but it not is, the good time. It, not the good kind. His identity <laughs> is such a crucial component to the character that like, you haven't done enough to earn that kind of moment. I agree. Like, and I, it, it's all about that character. His identity being a secret is all that care is is like one third of that character, right? And I and I guess they felt like in this movie they dealt enough with the duality of. of That's exactly right. They're like, well, so they're we ready, did all that. We're ready to move on. Like nobody wants to see that again. And it's like I kind of do. I actually everyone wants to see that again if they're a fan of Spider Man, right? Like, now, because you know what I don't want to see. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland's face all the time in a Spider-Man costume. The fact he, he has the ma- the mask is not made there because it's a heads-up display. The mask is there because it looks cool. Yeah. I mean, like superficially speaking, I want to see Spider-Man look cool, and I don't want to see him with no mask on all the time like I did in Endgame. Right, which doesn't mean that like he will necessarily, depending yeah. on how this all like breaks down at the end of the day. You know, he needs it because of the senses and everything. He needs to have like yeah. He he had justified the mask in Civil War by saying, like, my senses are all over the place. I need them to focus. I need, like, the goggles. And right. So he'll wear the mask anyway, but, like, you know, it's just... Uh. <laughs> but upon a second viewing, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, and I kind of dug it. Like, I was okay with it. I was less... It didn't ruin the movie like it did the first time. Okay. You were um, a little more prepared for it. I was more prepared. I was able to enjoy it for what it was. It was a fun reveal, but it was also like, why would you do that? Right. I mean, um, I guess what I, what I like about it um, if there's something to be liked about it, is that um, it's a teenage Peter, Peter Parker having to deal with yes. this. Um, and, you know, it's it's a it's a teenager instead of an adult man having to deal with being outed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the ramifications of that. Like, possibly not being able to go to school anymore. That sucks. Like, you know, it does. But, like, all the more reason to try to fix it or right. to remedy it um, right. in some way, shape, or form. Um, I feel like it, it was really hard for him to keep a secret identity either. He's a kid. Yeah. Like, he's not good at this stuff yet. Right, but, you know, he managed to do it for, like, 75 years in the comics. Well, you know. but he wasn't a child. He was in the beginning. Okay, all right. <laughs> he managed to do it for, like, throughout high school and college. But, like, they only have so many of these films they're probably going to make. Yeah, Whether or not none of them were... Three? You know what? We'll you know see? what I'd never want to see? That. Fair enough. But uh, the fact they're doing it, like, I mean, his connection to S.H.I.E.L.D., Doctor Strange, the illusion tech, like, you can argue he's not Spider-Man 
till the cows come home. My guess is they won't. But like I I hope they have a plan. I doubt they do. I bet they do. I don't think they would have done that if they didn't have a plan. You know what I mean? The J.K. Simmons thing right after, right before it tells me they don't. Because for me, I was like, they didn't think enough to to come up with a new J. Jonah Jameson. And then they did that. Okay. For me, that was like, we don't know what we're doing. Screw it. Okay. And okay. I hope they, I hope I'm wrong. I want right. to be wrong. Right. I mean, you know, we'll find out. In like four years. <laughs> or in the next movie where he shows up in. I don't know. Exactly. I mean, it would be really cool, though, if it had something to do with, um, whatchamacallit. Mysterio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd be okay Like, it would be interesting if, if he somehow messed with, like, Peter's tech mm-hmm. or whatever. And, like, maybe there is an announcement going on there, but it's not, like, Peter hears something else. Right. And, like, it's just a scare tactic. Like, that'd be cool. I could have ruined her life. Right. And I didn't. Yeah, that'd be okay with... I'd be... Pff, anything else would be fine with me. Um, the other reveal, of course, that Fury isn't there and that the Skrulls are working within the government. People were like, does this mean secret invasion? Uh, no, no. Because Skrulls are... I think a lot of people are like, does this mean sword? Yeah. I guess. It better. I mean, it could or it couldn't. It could just be like the scrolls reestablishing themselves since their planet's destroyed, I believe. Well, it was, but or, yeah, but that was five years destroyed. ago. They, they or, can't, they can't go home. This, yeah. This yeah, subsect. That was like 30 years ago now. Yeah. So who knows? That's true. Well, I mean, like that could just be it. They could have just reestablished themselves on a larger space station yeah. style thing. Or it could be sword. I I'm hoping know. for, what do you think? Sword? You hope so? Uh, I mean, I hope so if only to get Abigail brand mm-hmm. um because that would be kind of cool um what i did like about that reveal is it explained a lot and this is why i think they might have thought it through yeah because that really like harkens back to or that that um that scene explains a lot of the weirdness that fury had because yeah, fury i remember being like in the movie i'm like fury's being weird yeah but like i was like he is being weird and that scene happened i was like oh, oh. they planned that the entire way and yeah. my nod to that or like my like sureness of that comes from when Spider-Man starts listing people who could possibly fix this problem that aren't Spider-Man. Yep. And he mentions Captain Marvel and Fury's like, do not invoke that name. Yeah, which and is I'm really like, like, I was like, that's really weird. But I'm like, Why oh, would he say that? But okay. But like, like yeah. oh, Talos saying it, I get it. Now. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, they planned that, which is why I'm like, they might have actually planned. And that's what I'm hoping for. That, that other, that mid-credit one. Yeah. If, I mean, that's probably grasping at, at, at threads here. Yeah. But like, maybe, I don't know. They, they've proven they actually have made plans before. Yeah. I have no reason to doubt they could do it again. I hope that's what it is. So, yeah, it was very surprising. Uh, I, I liked the Fury thing. It was fun. I was like, oh, how long has Fury been a scroll? Right. Has he never been there? Right. Like, did he get, did he get blipped? Yeah. Or was it, no, uh, he, I feel like he might have changed if he was blipped, but yeah. Yeah, maybe he got, maybe Fury didn't get blipped, but the other guy did. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Like, that's that's interesting. I, I like the idea that the Fury needs a break sometimes. He's like, tell us. Yeah, you take over. I'm yeah, going to space. Yeah, don't, fun. don't mess anything up. Yeah. But it's serious, actual Fury. I didn't see Maria Hill on the on the spaceship. Oh. Did she die? No, she might still be there. She just, she, just because he's relaxing in front of like a yeah. big fake beach doesn't mean she has to be sitting there next to him. She's probably working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be fine with me. So... Uh, yeah. Maybe I mean, she's in charge of S.W.O.R.D. Maybe Maria Hill will be basically the Abigail brand. Yeah, that'd be fine, I guess. I mean, no. I still want to see green-haired, glasses-wearing, yeah. sassy-pants Abigail brand. Well, she's a Fox <laughs> property, so now... I know! Now I we know. can use her, but it takes time. Maybe the next Spider-Man movie, since we saw the space thing, it'll be Spider-Man, Home Planet. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, Planet of the Symbiotes. <laughs> Authentic Apathy says, uh, wish I could have caught this review at the start because I literally just stepped out of the cinema. Anyway, here's some money. Thanks a lot. Oh, that's, that's good, though. That means we didn't spoil anything exactly. for you. Exactly. <laughs> Asger's Web says, I don't want Miles Morales. Back when we were talking about Miles. Exactly. Uh, I hear what you're saying. Kevin Kruger, uh, has Craven in the comics ever tried to hunt other animal-themed heroes or villains like Falcon or Black Panther or the Lizard or Rhino or others? Yes, he has. In fact, Ryan Coogler, the director of Black Panther, wanted Craven in the movie. And tried to get him in the movie. I'm kind of glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't either. I'd rather see him just in a Spider-Man movie. Me too. But that's cool. Yes. That's admittedly cool. And uh, the fact that we're getting a Black Panther 2 soon, maybe we'll get him then. The fact is, but we've also seen Craven deal with uh, other animal-based characters in the comics. Ant-Man can show up and be like, you want, you're going to hunt me? Yeah. What? No, you're an ant. I don't hunt bugs. Except for Spider-Man. Spiders are, you know, you don't have a, you don't have a god associated with you. <laughs> Stuart McNally. Hey, Sal and Tiff. Uh, oh, sorry. Hang on. Can't stay long, but thought I'd throw some bones your way. Aww. Greatly appreciate all the hard work you do. Also, thanks to Tiff for the PS4 Spidey uh, LPs. Finally convinced me to pick it up. Oh, thanks. yay. My Let's Plays. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, we, we streamed that a while over on Twitch, and Sal was like, he made the executive decision. He wanted to put them up over here. Yeah. So, you know. It's it's me and uh, oftentimes Sal Sometimes, playing, yeah. playing through that. Donovan Davis, do you think Peter were using the costume machine could be a reference to Secret Wars? Love you guys. Thanks for the videos. Maybe. Maybe that's why there's black in it. I don't know. I, I feel like it was mostly... I don't feel like anyone was thinking Secret Wars. I think they were just thinking Iron Man. Mm. Langley M. Neely, Hugh Jackman as Craven the Hunter as a failed reality TV hunter, like an Ultimate Spider-Man. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I'd be fine. Hugh Jackman as Craven is a great idea. I hope they do that. That's what I want. Yeah. Or Keanu. Keanu, right now I got that in your head. Yeah, Brandon Watkins. Uh, oh, authentic apathy. We need more ground level movies like these uh, Spider-Man movies because they seem to be the only ones that doing proper world building. I agree. Yeah, no, That's the same. Yeah, I definitely. I, I, the other I, thing is that this felt like a really good MCU movie. Yeah, definitely did. Also, Spider-Man's pretty much the only one making fun uh, fun villains, except for Black Panther, but they killed. <laughs> Brian uh, Brandon Watkins, what do you think for Norman? My pick is a McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey as, as Norman the Osborn. I'm not a McConaughey fan, so I guess that might work for me. I'm fine with it either. I'm fine with it either way. <laughs> Robert Radisson, how the heck did Mysterio actually know Earth 616? Just, just picked a number. He just picked a number. He just, it just, it just, you know. It's it for us. That's a reference. Maybe it came to him. The, the universe sent it to him because it knew. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Roboto says Deadpool went back in time to fix the identity problem. I'm okay with Deadpool being in the movies, but, uh. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do the time travel thing. But that would be that amazing. Joke. It's just Deadpool showing up in the sequence between Peter and Mysterio and him just being like, hey, hang on a second. I'm just, I'm just going to... And just grabs whatever tech Mysterio has. Yeah. Or to the other guy. To um the Tony oh, yeah. Stark. Tony Stark built this in a cave. Yeah, yeah. he just... Hi, sorry. Just, just no, take that. No. And smashes his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Flashpool, do you think Fury has been using Talos for years? Yes. Yeah. Thomas Johnson, I don't know. I don't agree with their dislike of the, of Simmons. Didn't say I didn't like him. I just said no, I was surprised. No, it was surprised and like you're just kind of a little like, oh, okay. Yeah, watch it again. I, I definitely explain myself. Josh Wallabow, uh, Fury sends a scroll to be Peter's publicity with Spidey. Oh, to be Peter's publicly with Spider. Yeah, we got oh, scrolls yeah. in the employ. Work for mm -hmm. me. Mm-hmm. JJ if Summers. I like that. Hints Maria calls him Nick instead of Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. every movie where she calls him Nick, that's where he's a scroll. That'd be fine with me. Hmm. I'll have to look that over. DJ uh, Storm King, do you think this was the introduction of the man on the wall idea from Original Sin? No, I think it's 
I think they were more carrying over. Like they wanted to play with the idea of being like, we're still doing space stuff. Yeah. But like, you know, don't forget about space. Don't forget about space. We're still doing that. Yeah. I think that was what they were doing. Yeah. 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 DJ Summers says, uh, also says he's from earth, just not your earth. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, I remember he said that in the second viewing. I'm like, Oh, he said he, he's talking about, yeah. Cause Fury says he's not from your earth. Yeah. Yeah. He, he slips up a little bit. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When yeah. I saw that, I'm like, oh, oh, you got. That's me. interesting. I I'm, I focus so much on the weird Captain Marvel. Yeah. Like, do not invoke her name thing. Right. Yeah. But yeah, he says your Earth. There you go. But uh, ultimately, uh, you know, obviously, I love it and I recommend it. Uh, I thought it was really fun. I love the. I love how colorful and co- and 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 great looking the villains are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I can't wait for the next one. I you know, I'm sure they have no friggin' idea what they're gonna do, but we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I, I definitely recommend it if you haven't seen it already. And if you have seen it, maybe check it again. Cause like, I don't normally see movies twice anymore. I should have seen Endgame, but we didn't. Yeah. How uh, do we like bone that one up? Cause it's three and a half hours long. That's true. And, uh, but I did manage to see this cause it's only two hours and 10 minutes. Well, yeah. Cause we saw it basically like the Tuesday it came out and then Ben and Ethan hadn't seen it. Yep. So we and saw it on so Friday. we saw it with that. We we're like, Oh, you're going? We yeah. Might as well go too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that really worked but out. I'm glad I did. Cause I really, I enjoyed it just as much. Oh no, I did too. And like I said, like the second viewing, the first act went way faster faster but like it also made more sense as to what they were doing yeah because the first act did feel slow the first time i saw it i will say like the first time we saw it, the halfway mark where like they've already done like the big battle i started to put together what was about to happen Uh and i was just like oh okay cool i'm looking forward to seeing what's happening yet and how they're gonna handle it exactly um yeah just neat just overall neat i just like the exploration of peter as a teenager having to deal with all of these adult themed issues while also trying to deal with being a normal teenager right. and like desperately wanting that. Right. So like, just cool. Just overall cool. Really fun. Agreed. Um, I like the fact that you said astonishingly, cause I was going to be like also spectacularly. Uh, or no, yeah. you said ultimately. Ultimately. And I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, spectacularly and yeah. web ofly. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, if you haven't already, you should check out this other show we do called Compop Draws where we draw characters. Uh, we yeah. just drew uh, Spawn, Carnage, Wonder Woman. It's a lot of fun. Go yeah. check that out. Uh, also, because it's just a lot of fun, and it you know, it's just if you're gonna like, share any video, share that one because it's like the most rewatchability and the yeah. most like uh, like generically like enjoyable. Like yeah, anyone can and enjoy it's, it. and it's pretty short, not like our typical long form yeah. format over here. Just plugging new shows we're working on. Uh, we got a lot of things in the pipeline. If you want to know some behind the scenes stuff about why Patreon.com/slash/compop, I'm gonna give you updates every week about what's going on here at Compop, what we're working on, what new shows are coming out, maybe a little bit of early access to some of those shows. I know Bad Issues is up already for oh, next week. Really? Yep, and. Uh, <laughs> uh, this week's back issues has been up since yesterday. That's great. So check those out. We'll see you guys next time here on Off the Rack for usual comic book reviews. Normally we take books that came out the, pa- the previous week, recap, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that came out this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to do that this week because we talked about a movie instead. Yeah. But next week, those mm-hmm. comics that came out, that come out on Wednesday, we're going to be talking about right. them, reviewing them, all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff, and recommending books that are coming out the following week. So. Excellent. So same bat time, same bat channel, all that stuff. But uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and watching this show and uh, giving us such support. Thank you very much to our Super Chatters. Yes. And uh, we'll see you guys next time here on Comic Pop. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. Thanks for watching. Bye, guys.